If an agency has an idea to launch a new program, chances are good it already exists somewhere in government. The Government Accountability Office says agencies could save billions of dollars by reducing the number of overlapping and duplicative programs in the government. They've been beating that drum for years. Now Congress has some legislative fixes in the works. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman joins me with the latest. And Jory, does this mean they're actually going to go down the duplicative list that GAO publishes, I think, every other year and get after them? Or what is going on? Well, just to get started out here, let's get a baseline of the progress that's been made with agencies. GAO said between 2011 and 2018, agencies across the government met more than half of GAO's 700 recommendations, and they partially met about 25%. And so, you know, 75% rough math, rough math overall. Congress also plays a role as well as far as legislative fixes they can propose. And GAO found that it met 33% of those recommendations in that same period of time and partially met another 13%. And over the same period of time, agencies have saved more than $200 billion with another $46 billion down the pipeline as far as proposed savings that can still be realized. Well, I guess so. Maybe it's cost avoidance, but I think there's still three agencies that inspect salmon, right? Yeah, yeah. This is something you hear again with the government reorg plans. It's, it's, it's so ridiculous, the number of agencies that have to look over any one thing. We'll presume they save $216 billion. What new recommendations has GAO made now to the executive branch? So GAO told senators on Tuesday that the Office of Management and Budget still doesn't have a comprehensive inventory of agency programs. This was something that was mandated under the 2010 Government Performance and Results Modernization Act. So nearly a decade later, they still don't have this list. And Comptroller General Dean Dodaro testified before the the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, a subcommittee of theirs. And he said that it still falls on GAO to do this work, but it's very time consuming. Even the agencies can't identify these opportunities for savings very efficiently because there is not this comprehensive program inventory. And OMB would really be the only potential place to identify these things across government in addition to GAO, and they don't have the tools to be able to do this because there is no this inventory. We have to go in and actually dig it out and identify them ourselves. Yeah, that sounds like hard work. So, and that was Gene Dodaro, Comptroller General of the United States, head of the GAO, And what about Congress? Has Congress proposed any legislative fixes? Earlier this month, Senators Tom Carper and John Kennedy led a coalition of senators in introducing the Stopping Improper Payments to Deceased Peoples Act. Uh, And it it has a funny name, and they kind of joked about, well, you know, it's bipartisan. We can all agree that we should stop paying benefits to people who are dead. But the central component of the bill would require the Social Security Administration to share its full master death file with other agencies, and then they can cross-reference it with databases that they have to make sure that they aren't paying benefits to folks who are, in fact, dead. When pressed uh, on whether GAO would endorse this kind of bill, Gene Dodaro said it makes sense, and he said it's, it's, you know, it really is frustrating that SSA won't, for example, share that death file with the Treasury Department to cross-reference against its do-not-pay list. There's also the Taxpayer Right to Know Act, and this is a bill that was introduced in the last session of Congress by Senator James Langford, and that would require agencies to put out a a public database of financial data and performance information on programs that they have that cost more than a million dollars. It would also require OMB to keep an inventory of the number of employees and beneficiaries for each of those programs. 
Langford said that it's it's a common sense bill, but he expressed frustration that it keeps on getting pushback. This has been one of my great frustrations that taxpayers' right to know should not be a partisan issue. It should be just, let's get the information out. We can all see it. You can see it better. We can see it better. Right now, we ask your team to be able to go pull out some of these areas. And months later, after all of your research, you're able to pull it back. We should be able to do a quick search on that. And for some reason, there are some in the Senate who have literally told me they don't want that kind of information transparency out there. That if there's that level of transparency, then there's no telling what could happen. I have said, you're right, there's no telling what could happen if we could actually see what is actually happening and to be able to know what's actually out there. That would be helpful information to get. Yeah, lots of actuallys there. That's Senator James Lankford. And on that issue, and by the way, we're speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, that issue of payments to dead people, yes, it's it's funny to talk about, and it is some amount of money, but it really pales in comparison to, say, improper payments by the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services, for example, where they've got hundreds of billions of dollars, you know, over the years. And I mean, the payments to dead people, it's like IRS employee tax delinquents. Fun to talk about, but it's really a tiny, tiny problem. Just my opinion. Anyway, Jory, uh, so are there any law, I mean, aren't there a bunch of laws already on data transparency? It seems like every year there's another one passed. There has been a lot of work being done on this front. Back in 2014, Congress passed the Data Act, and that would and that required agencies to post on usaspending.gov their spending data on awards and contracts. Right, and so we've heard. <laughs> and there was a big push behind that, and, and there was bipartisan excitement. But GAO, they, they went back and they, they checked against the original contract records, and they found between a 0 and 1% degree of accuracy of the data that was posted on usaspending.gov. And so Langford said, why does OMB need to put out this inventory of programs if there's this data act you know, compliance in this inventory. And Dodaro said that the Data Act compliance still needs a lot of work. Here's part of the exchange between Langford and Dodaro. The comment is made that the Data Act already accomplishes all this. Why would we need a comprehensive inventory of federal programs? Not so. Not so. Uh, Data Act has not been fully successfully implemented because the information is not accurate yet. We're looking at it again. I mean, it looks good and it's nice, but when you go in and you check the accuracy of it, it doesn't do that. Now, we have standards. I mean, that has been partly successful. I should say that we have standards now, but it's not being executed properly. All right. So that's Gene Dodaro. And where does that leave Congress? Did that hearing have any sort of conclusion, Jory? Well, you know, I think it, they, they mostly walked away from it with the general understanding that, you know, improper payments has been a longstanding issue. They said $151 billion in improper payments just last year. Um, and there are a lot of proposals on the table here. It's just it all depends whether everyone has the right buy-in to, to move it forward. I mean, the sense of the hearing is that nobody knows how many programs agencies operate. Nobody knows what they really spend here, there, and everywhere on contracts and on grants and so on. And so it all adds up to kind of a chaos despite all of these laws being passed. Yet they seem to be very accurate on the number of dollars saved with respect to deduplication. So that's kind of a funny dichotomy. Well, you know, it, GAO does have this government-wide purview of, of looking at fraud, waste, and abuse, and they do spend months on end digging out all these different programs and, and what they're spending and what, what they're actually uh, able to do. And so GAO has that overview. OMB does as well. But 
agencies can only do so much in-house. They can't really look across government and see whether other agencies are doing what they're doing. So it's all a matter of, of who has the authority and the, the purview to do these things. Sure, yeah. And, well, we know there's going to be one consolidation happening. It looks like that our colleague Nicola Grisco has been reporting on this for some time now, that the Office of Personnel Management will roll into the GSA and DOD having absorbed or will have absorbed its security clearance process, that whole apparatus. So a little piece of consolidation is going to happen. That's the idea. And that'll save, you know, tens of millions, but not hundreds of billions. No, no. Uh, but, you know, every every bit of savings is, is well welcomed by Congress um, once they have that good success story. Indeed it is. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Be sure to check out his ongoing coverage at federalnewsnetwork.com. Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature. Top tech companies like Intel have a secret to their success. They get the best talent, reliable infrastructure, and save on costs by expanding in Ohio, the new Silicon Heartland. Learn how your business can succeed in Ohio. Visit successinohio.com.